0: You know, life can be deep, but God is greater and higher, and He's faithful. No matter what you go through, the good, the bad, the ugly, He meets you at every twist and every turn. And in those moments when you've got questions and you have no answers, there's one big answer that will never change, and that is God is faithful. He's always there, and all you got to do is call. No matter what the situation, no matter what the mistake, no matter what the failing, no matter your brokenness, he's there. He promises to be there. He promises to be faithful, to pick up all the pieces, to collect your tears in a bottle and wash you with them and bring restoration into your life. So hold on, my friend. Hope is just a prayer away. So never give up. Never give in. Dare to believe. One more time. Hello, I'm Michelle McKinney Hammond. Welcome to Life Talk. We've been talking about building a life that lasts and endures the test of time and wear. We've gone from building it to moving on to maintenance, the maintenance of a life that works for you. Um, We are going to look at one key that's very important to long term maintenance today, and that is consistent growth. The thing about life, just as in home decorating, is it's never done there's never a stage where one stands back and says okay that's enough i don't want to do anything more i've seen it all there's nothing else to discover or achieve well unless you're just a hopeless couch potato there will always be places to go things to do people to see experiences to add to your life everything in nature is designed to grow to produce fruit jesus cursed a fig tree once for giving the illusion of having fruit to offer It was in full bloom, but bore no figs. He commanded it to wither and die. It was useless, taking up space, and pretending to be something that it was not. Some people are like that fig tree. They walk through life appearing to have a lot to offer, but up close, you find great pretenders. They bear no fruit, have nothing useful to give to others. They're all show and no substance. A lack of productivity and the refusal to mature will stymie a life that's working, and it won't work for long. God wants us moving forward, being productive, maturing from the challenges that we face. We then have fruit to share, the life lessons we pick up along the way. When we pass on those lessons, we empower others to grow and be fruitful as well. This is the cycle of life we cross-pollinate. In order to keep growing, you'll sometimes need to check out where you are to get an idea of where you need to go. If you're not sure how to go about self-examination, Ask some people you respect, close friends, mentors, pastors, what areas they think you could grow in. Find people able and willing to give you an honest appraisal of your life. When looking for people to help you evaluate and grow, consider those who are mature, well-seasoned, and successful in the areas in which you'd like to succeed. Don't overlook those who are significantly older than yourself. We live in a society that glamorizes youth and discards the elderly. They're no longer appreciated or considered precious. But these people have seen more of life than you and I. If they've kept learning and growing, they've had long lives at work and they have much to share. This might be difficult to do at first, but simply ask the person you select, what area do you think I've grown the most in? Where do you think I need to grow more? What indicates to you that I need to grow more in that area? What types of things would you suggest that I consider or think about? The hard part for you will be not to get defensive, no matter what they say. Remember, you're talking to someone you love and trust. Weigh what they say, find the truth in it, and build on it. The bottom line is, make plans to grow. Don't leave this function to chance. Life is ever unfolding. When you stop growing, you start stagnating. Life nurtures life. The more you know, the more you have to offer others. Rich fruit is born from constant learning and maturing. Then when others partake of your life, they're blessed by it. In all we do, we're aiming for the fruit that comes from maturity and allowing God to perfect us as we go through the seasons of our lives. We should flourish and abound in fruitfulness and every good work. Our lives are continually under construction until we grow up to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. At that point, We will be our most fruitful. Maturity has everything to do with our productivity. This is why the blueprint instructs us to be perfect or mature, as the one who designed us is perfect. We are to look just like him, yet many resist growing because it's not the most comfortable process. To borrow a biblical analogy, as branches grafted into the true vine Christ Jesus, we must occasionally be pruned. He said, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. The things that impede our progress must be cleared away in order for healthy growth to take place. When the master architect, the gardener, performs this pruning, many feel as if their faith is like hugging a knife. It's painful to hold on, but it's too dangerous to let go. Sometimes God has to exercise severe mercy by moving in spite of us to save us from ourselves or those that will damage the fruit we're yet to bear. When we truly understand the design of the architect, our ultimate growth and prosperity of spirit, we open our hands and let go, allowing him to take out what he must and give us what he wants. I once attempted to spring clean my house and made up my mind to really get rid of some things. But each thing I picked up had some sentimental value, and I found myself putting it right back where I found it. At the end of the day, my load was no lighter and my space was no clearer. What I didn't realize then is that not cleaning or self-pruning leaves no room for new things, better things, no room for God to surprise me. It's only when I'm willing to get rid of the old that the opportunity for new things presents itself. Like a woman holding on to a bad man because she believes something is better than nothing, many of us rob ourselves of the opportunity to experience God's best for our lives. Mature people, people who consistently choose to grow, are able to honestly assess when a season is over and welcome change in a new season. They see the value of the process and embrace it wholeheartedly. They put away childish things and rationalizations with no lingering sentiment or regret. They look forward to standing complete in the will of God, fully fruitful. Maturity is not for the faint of heart or for those who don't have a stomach for the solid things of God. Solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Mature people not only recognize good and evil, they make right choices. As you mature, you should be making fewer bad decisions. Maturity takes a lifetime to master, but it is possible. The master architect just keeps adjusting us, stretching us, tearing down and building up. But the apostle Peter tells us, after you've suffered a little while, he will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. We will then be perfect buildings constructed for his glory. Established, You finally know who you are and what you have to offer. You're free to celebrate and encourage others without feeling the need to compete for accolades. Strengthened, you've grown physical and spiritual muscles that make you strong enough to walk through the storms and trials of life without being bowed over by them. You, like the Apostle Paul, who've suffered many hardships for the sake of the gospel, will be able to say at the end of the day, I fought a good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. Participating in the growth that leads to maturity makes you steadfast, unwavering, and focused. Keeping your eye on the prize, you keep moving forward, keep growing, no matter what's going on because you've established some things in your heart and your soul, and you'll never turn away or aside. You will be settled, and like a building firmly entrenched in its foundation, you will not be moved by calamity. Others will be able to enter in and partake of all the richness that comes from the fullness of your character. They can feed from your wisdom, draw comfort from your peace, be restored by your joy, calmed by your gentleness, fed by your goodness. Shall I go on? If you're currently in the pruning process, struggling through a rough season, remember that you are not alone in the struggle. You've got this promise. Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. Isaiah forty thirty one. Those who keep growing enjoy life on a whole other level because of all that they've endured and learned, free to soar above all the circumstances that will present themselves in the course of life. Without this, life will not keep working. Let me leave you with this construction tip. It's only through growth that the quality of our lives can be established and sound. Each life is uniquely equipped to bear its own brand of fruit. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love to address whatever is on your mind on a broadcast. So why not email me at lifetalkmmh at gmail.com. Oh, And make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel at Michelle McKinney Hammond. Like my fan page on Facebook at Michelle McKinney Hammond. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at McKinney Hammond for even more inspiration. Wishing you a great day. And now enjoy the sounds and the ministry of relevance. I'm not